time has come to relieve that pain, which will be better for me, but not so enjoyable for all of you. The Pain Clinic Pro Wrestling Talk Show. Can you feel the pain? Good evening, everybody. Welcome to the Pain Clinic for what day is this? Uh, this is October nineteenth. Holidays today. It's Evaluate Your Life Day. Boy, that's what I'm doing right now because I don't know. I lost my phone. I think I left it at work, which is not good. Uh, let's see. Birthdays today. AEW's timeless Tony Storm is twenty eight today. Pain Clinic's brought to you by Salvatore's Old Fashioned Pizzeria, Palmer's Food Service, and Donuts Delight Empire Culver. Hey, interested in roller derby, you want to be a skater, officiate, Rock City Roller Derby needs you. Contact recruitment at rockderbyrecruitment at gmail.com and join the Rock City Roller Derby. If you're in the men's team, it's Flower City Fear, F-L-O-U-R, flowercityfear.com. Welcome to the show this evening. It's a Thursday night taping. I'm a cashman, your humble host. I'm joined by Danger Boy. Good morning. Good afternoon, Danger. Good, good evening, Yeah, Cashman. I, I have no idea where my phone is. I've spent the last 10 minutes running around looking for it where I may have left it. I have no idea. I got to go back to work after we get done with this now. <sighs> Why not? Uh, also, I'm joined by DC Dan Cole from NC. DC, how's it going? I'm just fine. Good evening. Yes, good evening. And uh, welcome to everybody who's just in the chat room. I cannot see any of the messages going by because I usually do reserve that for my phone. And uh, because I don't have it, I'll, I'll hope that there are a few people out there are me doing messages. Uh, maybe someone, one of you guys can follow along. Can you follow along in the chat when people are uh, in there? Uh, we're here to talk the world of pro wrestling. It's a Thursday night. We're live. It's after 930. And uh, we only got a few things to talk about and probably a lot of news that I like posted earlier today. But a couple of things I do want to talk about after, you know, a uh, couple things I want to talk about. One, and I don't really know the whole details behind the story, but apparently we got a little bit of people working off script. Uh, was it collision? I think, or was it the A? Was it? Uh, I think it was collision. It was. It was collision, and that was uh, Edge and Ricky Starks had a little thing going on, um, and I'm not sure of the what they were saying to each other, but I know that I think I heard the the term vanilla midgets. Okay, uh, and uh, that's uh, that strictly that phrase is strictly reserved for Kevin Nash, as far as I know, uh, but. Uh, what uh, what was going on between them, D Danger Boy? You have any, you have an idea? It sounds like uh, Ricky Starks threw some things out there that weren't uh, necessarily on script, and Edge fired back with some stuff that also wasn't on script, including the vanilla midget comment, and uh, they they both were not happy with what each other had said. Okay, 
Okay. Uh, I think my phone might be around here because my watch has not told me it's not around here yet. Oh no, it says it was left behind someplace. So it's probably back where I was working. Uh, yeah. So they, so they, they did, they, Went off script a little bit on live TV, uh, you know, very reminiscent of uh, a guy named Phil who used to work there as well. Uh, no, not quite the same, DC? No, um, I mean, there's trademarks. <laughs> True. I'd like to think we were beyond this nonsense, but apparently uh, former WWE veterans do not mix well with AEW. Well, at least some of them. Yeah, I wonder what is. Yeah, I wonder what was going on. Maybe it just took offense to you know uh, there. Yeah, there was some stuff I was tracking along with it. I thought it was an excellent collision, by the way, last Saturday. But uh, uh, it, yeah, it. Uh, I you know, and uh, apparently it's creating. There's going to be some new ways to do things uh, to be official and what you can say when you come out to the ring from now on. Uh, and uh, I just was really surprised. As, you know, now. Danger. Who do you think is causing the problems here? I think it's a combination of uh, younger guys who are used to be able to say things uh, and not have to worry about it. And then you have some guys who have, I mean, not even necessarily the, the previous situation completely unrelated. I think Edge is not used to working without a script and hasn't in how long now, since at least the early 2000s. So, or sorry, Adam Copeland is not used to working without a script. Yeah. Uh, so he's, you know, thing, things happened and he took offense to it. And if we know anything about AEWs, they handle those situations really well. So in about six months, we'll see another fight. Yeah, I, that's what I'm thinking. It's like, uh, you know, it's, and I, that, since then, I've seen a few people come out and say that, the few people that were in 100 complete support of Phil there with what was going on, how he had come in and tried to, you know, kind of take the, um, the younger kids under his wing by like giving them advice and stuff. And, you know, and like you said, the younger kids are used to, you know, you know, working without a script and doing things, you know, and, and not absolutely warming up to the old, the old school and how things were done, you know? Well, the, the one in particular with, uh, with Mr. Phil is someone, the, the originator of everything that went off script originally and, and took his little shot and they came back months later, literally said in interviews, he has no interest in any advice. He's going to do things how he wants to. So that's not a good way to operate in any kind of job. Yeah. No matter who you are. But there are certain people in that company who've made their entire existence off that way of doing things. So you can't really break them of the habits and those tends of those personalities clash in large backstage fights. Yeah. And, and, and maybe, do you think that maybe one, some of the younger guys lack of experience, uh, possibly working in a major company, you know, you know that in the WWE things like that do not happen. Right. Not the I think it might be a lack like of that. experience. Yeah. I also think it's some of these younger guys having a little bit of a chip on their shoulder whenever one of these WWE guys comes over. You're right, and it, it's the, it, it seems like it's the guys don't like the WWE guys uh, coming in and one making more money than them, and two, you know, uh, being thrown in uh, on an even platform 
uh, with with them as well. I mean, sort of, kind of, isn't that the case? You know, I mean, you're if you're all on TV together, uh, Ricky Starks. I mean, it seems like uh, to me, everyone loves him. Has nothing bad to say about him, but uh, uh, you know, it's just one of those. It's one of those things that uh, uh, <clears throat> you know, the lack of experience, like I said, in a major company, you know, and it makes you not accept a, a veteran's advice. Uh, you know, you know, and you, and and the thing about Phil was that they, you know, I mean, he never, he, it wasn't like he was giving advice. So he would smell cleaner in the end. He was just giving advice on, you know, wrestling, you know, and what you, you know, you probably should do and stuff like that. So well, I'm fairly certain Ricky Starks is one of the people that took that advice. He was, he was very well known as a, a CM Punk supporter backstage. I, well, like I said, there's so. more, yeah. It, you know, I think there's a lot of people split on, uh, on, 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 you know, still people in the company, you know, obviously FTR and some other people that still really, you know, didn't have a problem with him and whatnot. And it, it just, it's interesting that I've read more and more lately that it's, you know, it, it, uh, you know, it, you just can't come in with that WWE, you know, mentality and how a locker room is run like that and try to do it yourself when it wasn't that way when you walked in, you know? Yeah. And that's, that's, that's good and bad because there needs to be some kind of structure. And obviously at times there is none and it's definitely not top down. Yeah. 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 So you've got, you've got, and I listened to, uh, and I hadn't heard it before, but I listened to, to Mr. Khan on Dan Levitard from last week. Yeah. Where, where all he says the whole time is we have a great, terrific show coming up. And it was it was on Tuesday, so it was about Tuesday's show last week. Yeah. And and eventually they let Dan Levitard question him because the other guys are all the wrestling fans, and he's not. And he goes, are you going to tell us anything of substance? Are you going <laughs> to say anything on this show? Wow. And he just, he, he followed up with, we, well, we have, we have good momentum. We have a great show coming up this Tuesday. So it's it's like one of those, like, it's great yeah, that goes, you're, are you you're booking the stuff in substance. Are you going to say <laughs> it's Oops, sorry about that? Uh, it's yeah. great. You're running. It's great. You're running this company. It's great. You're allowing people to do their thing, but stop doing interviews then. Or, you know, you have to take charge in some of this stuff and, and put your foot down at some point, or you're going to have incidents happen over and over again, just like we said previously. Yeah. I mean, you've heard, you, you've heard the interviews with Ariel Hirwane, right? You know, with uh, Tony Khan where Tony, it, Khan was, it was a very similar interview. Yeah. Where Tony's like, or, or Ariel's like, no, no, I, I need something substantial. Don't turn into a promo, you know, when you know, I ask you one question and you never answer it. And he's always, you know, there's a lot of people like that in the, in, you know, uh, in the business in general. But uh, Tony Khan is, he's almost like a, a P.T. Barnum, you know, with the circus, you know, and he just, everything comes back to promoting his show and he doesn't, you know, want to talk about any of the, the, you know, the issues. I think that's interesting. I never, I never even, I'm going to look for that interview now to check it out because I don't think that, uh, you know, I, it scares me about the future of AEW. If, uh, if, you know, well, it's also in, in the interview, someone straight up asked him, he goes, Dave Meltzer is saying you guys are cooling off and you're having issues selling tickets. Well, we've seen that turn around in the last 24 hours. That was his answer. Yeah. You mean when they gave away all the free tickets? <laughs> yeah. well, this week, this week they had a legitimate outside draw on their show too. Mystico moved over two thousand tickets oh, yeah. since he was announced on the on Rampage for this week, and that that did them very well in Houston. 
but that's not going to happen every week. No, no. I mean, you're not going to see a triple A versus a new Japan guy every week or whatever triple A versus. Yeah. You know, I don't think that, uh, CMLL, not even triple A. Sorry. CMLL. Yeah. 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 But you know, it was like, you know, something that they, they kind of pointed out as being a unique situation. So it did, it did draw some, but I mean, listen, don't get me wrong. I, I think that I loved the show this past week. It was a lot of fun. You know, we got some other things, but one thing that kind of stood out to me, let's move on to talk a little bit about something else was sting comes out and, uh, sting comes out and says that he's done or he's going to be done soon. Um, I mean, is it too little too late? Is it something that should have happened a long time ago? Uh, I don't know. I mean, what'd you feel about that danger danger? You are a sting fan, aren't you? I have been a sting fan since like 1988 Yeah, when he, when he was first going up against Ric Flair and whatnot on clash of champions. Um, I'm glad he got to come back under and do things under his own ability after he got hurt yeah. uh, in WWE. I'm glad he got to put a little exclamation point on the end of his career. Uh, he's everything he's done has been fine since he's coming to AEW. And as soon as they made the announcement that Sting was going to talk, I knew what it was. I'm glad it's a little ways out so they can promote it a bit. I don't know how they're going to, what match they're going to give him for his final match, but I, th- I think it's fine. He hasn't done anything to embarrass himself or embarrass the company or anything like that. He's going out in his own terms, more power to him. Yeah. I mean, he, you know, he, he was a stunt man there for a while. Wasn't he taking those big, those big, uh, big moves and stuff, you know, jumping off the top. And, uh, I, I can tell you what I won't be doing at 64 <laughs> is everything stings done in the past year. I was going to say sting is uh sting, you know, but sting, you know, does that, you know, it, what scares me is, you know, that the, the possibly could they bring in somebody who he may have had a history. No. See, I'm not no. going to say, it. I'm not going to say it. He's as soon as he announced his last match is going to be at Revolution, immediately I went edge. Yeah, okay, let's let edge end it. You know, um, yeah, I think edge. Yeah, and it's, it's when's Revolution? I mean, how, I mean, we're, I know it's twenty twenty four January, so it is January. So we've got you know November, December, October, November, December. Yeah, I mean, I, I know I, I really kind of hoping in the back of my head that Edge and Christian go at least a few matches in this rivalry when it comes down to them finally getting in the ring together. Um, you know, uh, which reminds me of the also, uh, you know, and, and it's good, good for sting. I mean, it sting did come out in the end too. And, uh, him and Darby cleaned house at one point. And, uh, you know, uh, it was a very busy show on what, uh, yesterday, Wednesday. Cause I remember, you know, we had the, uh, the battle Royale for the diamond, the chance to win the, the, uh, the uh, the ring uh, and uh, dynamite diamond ring yeah the, the whatever yeah and uh, so and we're gonna get you know and we're gonna get a good match out of that and it was it Wednesday I think they promoted it it's gonna happen uh, I'm not sure if they pushed it off farther than that or what but uh, it definitely you know that but we also uh, we you know um, there was a lot of uh, and it was interesting yeah the end, I think it was the end of the show I'm trying to remember now was it the end of the show was Sting and Darby were in the ring after they were getting beat up by uh, uh, the winners of that battle royal at the very end it was it was kind of a, a, a but it was it was a solid show uh, it always seems to be solid as well uh, I'm trying to think of anything that stands out in my head about the show that irked me because everything irks me a little bit I you know it's like uh, WWE in general irks me all the time but uh, it was a uh, uh, 
but you know, I think I mean I'm thinking what else was big on Wednesday? What else kind of stood out as something that that was big on that show besides uh, Sting announcing his retirement, uh, uh, or at least the match coming up? Um, there was something else that jumped out at me during the show. Uh, I, I, if I had my phone, I could go back and read all the messages I was sending you guys, but uh, it's, it's, it's someplace, but you know, Sting, you know, being a multi-time champ everywhere, except for, well, except for WWE. Yeah. He's, it looks like a 2024 revolution and we're going to get to see the end of Sting. Yeah. I don't want to see Ric Flair brought in. Okay. That's what I'm just saying. I mean, maybe, maybe as like an honor to him, but nothing to do with any of what he's doing in the ring, but I don't even think he needs an honor at this point. Yeah. He should just stay away. He should just stay away. Flair, stay away. Flair, uh, you know, and it's yes, like, please. See, I'm, I'm, you know, I was the biggest Flair fan, but now I can, every time he opens his mouth now, if he's not promoting his daughter, he's, uh, uh, I think he's, uh, uh, just talking garbage about his new Se- selling weed products now. Yeah. Selling weed, you know, it's like, uh, so yeah, this past Wednesday, we this get- podcast is sponsored by Talkspace. Whoa, you know, what was that? <laughs> oh, don't want to do that. Oh, I didn't know we had sponsors. Yeah. We got to get sponsors out there, but, uh, <laughs> I was just looking through the uh, what happened else. I remember Jay White as well being on the show, uh, uh, and and was it Juice who won the uh, the Diamond Battle Royale? Juice, who's the husband of uh, Timeless Tony Storm, he's also rock hard. By the way, I I I, uh, I now get it why they go to break when they're doing her her, her silent movie stuff. You know, I get it now. Ha ha, you know. Uh, but. Um, some other news. Let's go through some news. I don't really have that much to talk about in particular things that stand out. I did enjoy uh, SmackDown last week, though. SmackDown was an excellent show. Um, we're getting lots little, of teases. Yeah, you know, no more CM Punk stuff anymore. Now I think they're done teasing us. Oh, they've that. still been they've still been teasing CM Punk stuff. Oh yeah, Nakamura is doing GTSs and USA is posting best in the world when they post the clip. Yeah, I saw – that was kind of like a, a messed up looking GTS too, man, because he kind of came straight yeah. down on it. But, uh, yeah, there's uh, – uh, uh, let's look at some other news that came out this week. Uh, I'm going through it real quick because uh, we did see uh, Drew McIntyre. It looks like he's going to be challenging uh, uh, the WWE champion. Or what do they call – what do they call Seth Rollins? Is it the – it's is it the heavyweight championship or is it just a – WWE champion. I think he's, he's a world heavyweight champion, and Roman's the universal heavyweight champion. Yeah, well, there's there's been uh, there's there's been some dalliances going between those guys. We got to see Johnny Gargano this past week, unfortunately, um, getting beat uh, uh, by uh, Giovanni Vinci, who uh, uh, finally, you know, fi- or was it Ludwig we Kaiser? Got to, yeah, no, it's one. It was Kaiser this week. That's right. And uh, we got to see some man, big men slapping man meat. Y- yes, yes. Uh, uh, oh, big yeah. Bronson Reed and, and uh, Alter, Walter. Actually, I enjoyed that match immensely. That, that match was really good. That was a solid match. Those guys, and it's like it's a shame. I can't believe he power bombed him. You know, you know, he's not going to lose to him on TV. If when he loses, finally, it's going to be on pay per view. But Bronson Reed, uh, you know, they've been, like, giving him a lot of wins lately, you know, and he leads up to. Well, that's because Triple H likes Bronson Reed, and Triple H is fully in charge. It's true. Uh, oh, I, here's some other news. Can, so, he, can he drop the big name yet? I don't know. I wish. But yeah, it wasn't weird that Michael Cole wasn't on Raw this past week. 
he apparently asked for it off a long time ahead of time. So yeah. it was weird not hearing his voice, but it was something that uh, had been planned. Apparently, he uh, well that uh, he he definitely. You know what? I remember what I did with my phone now. Oh, my gosh. I left it on top of my car. Uh-oh. So, nevertheless, uh, this might be a quicker show than you expect. Wait, wait, wait. When you when you got home? No, or no. Or when you left I where had, you were? I had my hands full, and I needed to put things down before I could open up my car. Oh, that'd be terrible. It's probably sprawled out in some road someplace. Oh, no. Yeah. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about the show in Rochester on November 4th. We got some good news this week that uh, there's a whole bunch of champs that are not going to be part of the crown jewel, including uh, Gunther, uh, EO Sky, uh, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair. So there's a good chance we're going to get all of them. Uh, Gunther is set in Rochester to defend his title against Ricochet and Shinsuke Nakamura in a three-way. Uh, and it uh, looks like EO Sky is going to defend her title against Charlotte Flair. So we got some great matches set up uh, for Rochester, but we were worried about that. Now the question is, is it enough for us to buy tickets yet? No. I don't think I am able to. I think I am uh, predisposed that day. Yeah. Well, yeah, I know that danger that you, uh, you're you getting married the day before, so it makes it kind of tough. You know, I can understand that, you know. Uh, but uh, that's going to be so sad to, to lose danger boy, but get danger man. Yeah. Well, I don't think, I don't think we're going to change the name. Cause he, yeah. Like he said, what about the first marriage he had? That, that he was still danger boy after that. So, so uh, he's, he'll be danger man V2. Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, so going back uh, a little bit and looking at um, this past week's dynamite, we got uh, Warlow uh, when beating uh, very quickly, rather quickly, Ryan Nemeth, uh, and, uh, uh, and then coming out and saying that he's going after MJF. So what is everyone like targeting MJF now in AEW every, every, you know, I mean, they should, but the problem is that they've already done this with Wardlow and they did it for too long. And then when he won a title, they completely ruined him. Yeah. And then they continue to completely ruin him for the next year and a half. So now we're here again, restarting, and it's it's not the same. Yeah, I, you know, I, I hate to say it, but we talked about it last week a little bit, and I know I told you how I think that Carrion uh, Cross should like go back to the bald head. I think Wardlow should as well, because it's like I don't know if that having hair does anything different to me, but I think that well, he know, had hair. It was just he, he had, had hair. Ponytail. Yeah, well, well, that and yeah, but I mean, he he definitely. I don't know. He, you know, he comes out, he, he power bombs Ryan Nemeth once, and then he has MJF written on his wrist. So it was like, obviously this gesture signifies his renewed focus on MJF, which, you know, of course he lost, uh, or actually he beat MJF pretty, uh, when they, when they split up finally. And MJF is, uh, uh, you know, uh, MJF's either he's building up a bunch of contenders for like the, pay-per-views coming up or I don't know. I don't see him dropping the belt anytime too soon, but you know, uh, I don't know. They got to build up that list of contenders. So when Adam Cole's ready, he can take it off of them. Yes. And Adam Cole is still, you know, Adam is still, you know, st- stuck doing bits. Uh, and I don't even know how long that's going to be forever. It seems like, uh, I mean, especially with the surgeries he's got to do right. Danger. Well, he's, he's got those surgeries. He's got, they're waiting for him, but, he keeps finding more stuff to do at Roddy's house. It's I've never heard of anything like this, but you know, the doctors are waiting for him to do the surgery 
he's overdue. Uh, he is overdue. And it's like, but what, well, how come the other guys that can't help him? You know, I don't understand. They're stroking their giraffe. Oh, that's, that's, that giraffe ain't going to stroke itself. Cash. <laughs> certainly not. Certainly not. So, uh, so some other stuff with AEW, Adam Copeland and FTR have filed a new trademark. Is that the thing FTR does now is just ex WWE guys who come to AEW, they file a trademark with. Might as well. I don't. I don't know. I. What is it? Is it rated FTR? Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, this one's rated FTR. They have uh, FTR or FTRKO still from when they're in WWE, and then they got the CM FTR. CM FTR. So uh, yeah, either that or they're going to be putting out a ton of T-shirts real soon. You guys watching the football? Line of, what? Line of action figures. Action figures. You guys watching the football game? I was previously. Sorry, it took me long, so long to get out, but I had to lose my phone somehow. So, uh, <laughs> gosh, I'm now I'm an idiot. I'm going out of town tomorrow. You know, this, this show is titled "Cash Loses His Phone." Yeah, it's got to be because that's all I've been talking about so far. Uh, you know, um, like I can see like the opening to like an episode of "It's Always Sunny." And oh, absolutely! See that, see that text scrolling across the front. That was what popped in my head originally. <laughs> Oh, man. So did you see the news? Uh, this is a little bit different news. We're going to talk about Bill Simmons and his Vince McMahon documentary. You see that Bill Simmons now is uh, – and we and we didn't even talk about, I guess, uh, the new owners of WWE have, have excluded Vince McMahon from the creative portion of the company. Uh, Very smart decision-making. A lot of people yes. are saying that's why we're getting general managers because that was outlawed by Vince McMahon. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about that part, but, you know, it's very reminiscent of what Vince did to the company after he took over from his father, how he said if his dad knew what he was going to do with it, he would have never sold it to him. I think, I think, uh, Ari Emanuel is doing the same thing to him. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I think, well, I think he got played. Well, you know, you got, if they got him out, but I mean, that's why now it's, it's good to be aligned with triple H again, I guess, apparently. Because uh, you know now he he has ninety nine percent of the say of what's going on. That's that's at least what I hear. So, I mean, he wouldn't the do stories it. Stories are Vince has been barred from creative. But what about his evil twin, Vincente? Oh yeah, with a little pin, pin, with the mustache. Yeah, yeah, the little mustache. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Snidely twist it menacingly. Snidely McMahon. Yeah. <laughs> it's Snidely McMahon here. Uh, so, but I, but with that being said, Bill Simmons has been doing that, that documentary on Vince McMahon. Apparently Vince McMahon has no say in what, how, what comes out. So, uh, Bill Simmons is like a four part mini series or something. Oh, they, they said it's probably going to be cut down to one part now. And it sounds like they changed it completely over the past year or so from what they were going to do. Yeah. It's part of the 30 for 30. It's supposed to be part of the 30 for 30 model. So, uh, well, it's going to be modeled after 30 for 30 because Bill Simmons started that. So that's an ESPN thing, and this is going to be on Netflix. Okay, so, uh, but yeah, he said, uh, Simmons revealed Vince McMahon is able to see footage of the series, but will be unable to have any say in what the final cut would be. So, uh, very interesting uh, that... Uh, that uh, uh, I mean, what do depending on what we get? I mean, I don't. I mean, I know Bill Simmons is a fan, so he's not going to want out and come out and like you know just show all the terrible things that we've heard that Vince has done. But we will 
see a lot of that stuff, I'm guessing. Vince's dad, believe it or not, has done some good things, too, besides, you know, grow the business and stuff like that. But, I mean, he has done some good things, you know, for charities, you know, he's, you know, um, he's very, uh, you know, he was a very charitable man as well as uh, he did some good things. But it's coming. I don't know when they, it's not to come out, but I, it's obviously still being made, I hear. So uh, uh, that, uh, but we're excited about that. When it finally gets released, it's going to probably be a ratings winner, I'm guessing. So. Um, I mean, but really, is there anything that could be in that that we don't already know about or that would shock us? Yeah, I mean, you no. know. Yeah, I mean we've I, we've heard the worst of him in the last like year or so. So, I mean we know we know he was biased against a lot of things in the business, and he also made and, and destroyed people in the business as well. Um, you know, uh, I, I've I was just reading somebody. Oh, it was Batista this week was on a talk. He was on Jericho's talk show, and he talked about how him and Jericho had a match in the PG era where they they where he bladed. And he felt that was only the way he could do it is if by blading, if he was going to lose the belt back to Jericho after eight days or something like that. And uh, Vince McMahon uh, just tore him apart after he came back and pulled, you know, p- find every person involved in the match, even people who had no idea that that was going to happen. Only Jericho and he knew it was going to happen, and Batista knew it was going to happen. And uh, Batista said that that moment he knew he was done in the business. He said that, that you know, the, the way they treated him after he – you know, but you know, he wanted to go PG and you can't play it in a PG era, you know. He should have played it off like Bret Hart did back when he would blade and say it happened accidentally and you know, actually be good at blading so you can make it look like that. True. I don't know. Or could you be like Kevin Nash? Remember when when we went to Fall Brawl and Yeah. <laughs> when you're sitting in the corner going like this over and over. The camera wasn't on him, obviously. But uh yeah, I I it was just some interesting facts. Well, I guess we will see when Bill puts this out. There was some. Uh, so was that was that Jericho podcast before or after the one where he talks about flat Earth and and how it's becoming more mainstream now? I, what flat? that was that was like Tuesday, I think that came out. Oh great! What was his wife on it with him or something? You know? <laughs> no, she has an indictment pending. Yeah, that's right. She can't say anything. So <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't know about this flat Earth stuff. Um, I did read uh, some stuff uh, also that the Rock. When he was back on in September, when he was on McAfee's show on the College Game Day, he was talking about clashing with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39 last year, I guess. And he added that the talks fell through, but 40 is potentially could be the spot where he and the Tribal Chief finally meet. Right now, to me, it look, after last week, it looks like Cody, because Cody was in the ring at SmackDown, and him and Roman Reigns had a, a, a mini stare-off. Uh, before Roman Reigns destroyed L.A. Knight there at the end of the show. Um, but the rock still, you know, he's still, they're still flirting with the idea of the rock and Roman reigns. And it's like, if it, it, if it doesn't happen this year, I don't think it'll ever happen, but I thought I already heard this week that it's definitely not happening. Oh, okay. So maybe it's definitely not happening then, but, uh, but they said the rock was, uh, currently no plans for this match to happen. You are correct. So yeah, he, but you know, uh, who knows, you know, um, apparently, uh, Karrion Cross recently, he was on uh, Insight with uh, Chris Van Vliet program to, to discuss, discuss uh, uh, a book. Apparently, he wrote a book, and he's hoping the WWE will put it out and tell the Karrion Cross story. Um, you know, I don't know. Not everybody needs to have their story told, I think. But uh, 
but uh, you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I don't, I don't dislike carrying cross. Did you buy, let's talk a little bit about ratings for a second. You saw the ratings NXT had this week compared to last week. It was like a 20 some odd percent drop, you know, but there was no Cody Rhodes. There was no, uh, you know, half the people who were, were the undertaker, John Cena, John Cena. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, I guess Cody Rhodes came out and said that you really must have it in for AEW if you want me to be on, on NXT against them. Or, I mean, he definitely, I think I read a quote where he had pointed that out. Uh, well, it was, it was a slight flex to show what they could do if they tried a little. And that wasn't even really them trying that hard. Cause it's not like any of those guys had matches or anything. No, no. I was going to say they didn't do anything other than say, Hey, you know, all these big names you've seen on Raw and SmackDown all these years, they're going to be on NXT doing absolutely nothing. Yeah. Well, I mean, The Undertaker did more on NXT than I've seen him do anywhere else in a while. You know, I mean, he... Just very slowly. He did it in the ring, too. He went in the ring and did it, so... It was a good choke slam though. Yeah. But yeah. I'm assuming that was mostly Braun's doing this, why it was so good. Yeah. yeah. Braun got up. Yeah, so the you know, but uh, you know we looked, but the ratings kind of all fell back into place this week, and uh, and and AEW actually did better this week than they did last week. But when you move to another night, you know, and you're always gonna never, you're never gonna bring the audience with you when you moved, especially against another show. So, well, we got in a couple of weeks. They have uh, Collision moves to a Friday and has Rampage right after, and they're going head to head with SmackDown. So that should be interesting. Oh, definitely, definitely. So, uh, and speaking of this week, we've got, uh, might as well talk about some of the shows that are coming up this week. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at the ratings, but there was some, like Friday night's Rampage, since we're on Thursday night, I can tell you Friday night tomorrow, you're going to get to see Kip Sabian versus Brother Zay versus John Silver for a shot at the AEW International Championship on Saturday's Battle of the Belts, which is Battle of the Belts on after Collision, or are they just ch- changing the name of Collision? If they just tell us how the belts happens, can we just believe it and not have to watch it? Because I, I, that's there has good. never been a more worthless television show in the history of wrestling. Well, and it's so it's so random how when it comes, it's always like an oh, we're going to an extra hour, so we're going to turn into Battle of the Belts. They, they they tell you the Wednesday beforehand that they're going to have the special, <laughs> and, then, and then they put more title matches on the Dynamite beforehand than they do on yeah. the Battle of the Belts. Yeah, well, nevertheless, on the Friday night rampage, you're also going to get Rocky Romero versus Mystico, which is the big deal that we've been talking about. We did have Kalisto on last week, and I didn't even think about asking him about Mystico because it's a big deal, I think, to some people that they're taking each other on this Friday night. We got Sky Blue versus Ruby Soho and Claudio and Wheeler Yuta in action. So that's if you were watching AEW Rampage. Now, I'm going to tell you a little secret. It's been taped already, and uh, you can actually look at the you can look at the results online if you want to. Not that I suggest you. I'm not going to, but I'm also going to be probably be driving when that's on. So um, we also got uh, what's going to happen on AEW Dynamite next. Wait a second, AEW. Where's the Collision one? Okay, here's Battle of the Belts three. We're going to have. Uh, I'm sorry, Battle of Belts eight. This is, we're going to get AEW Trios champion Max Caster, Anthony Bowens, and Billy Gunn versus Daniel Garcia, Matt Menard, and Angelo Parker for the AEW Trios titles. We're going to have Chris Statlander taking on Will Nightingale, which we saw last night as well. 
And Orange Cassidy's defending the uh, AEW International Championship against one of those guys who's in that match I told you about, which would be Sabian, Brother Zay, or John Silver. So one of those guys will be taking on Orange Cassidy. We've got uh, Wednesday, this Wednesday night, oh, Collision, which I guess is before. Yeah, Collision. So it is going to be on before, unless they're changing the second hour to Battle of the Belts. I don't know. But the first, we're going to get Ricky Starks and Big Bill versus the Blackpool Combat Club, cast Claudio and Wheeler Yuta. we got Miro versus Action Andretti. And if Jeff Jarrett wins, Jay Lethal gets a Ring of Honor title shot, Eddie Kingston versus Jeff Jarrett. Uh, that 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 will be Saturday. Hello, dog. Um, uh, and then we'll have Battle of Belts after that. So... And also, if you want to go way out and far about this Wednesday, we have in, on Dynamite, we're going to have MJF versus Juice Robinson for the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Uh, of course, MJF's won it every year. Was it four years straight? I believe this would be, you know, this is the fifth year that he'd be doing it. We got Rob Van Dam and Hook in action. Uh, and Tony Khan presents Sting with a gift. You know, who knows? It's not, it's not going to I be, hope it's a giant box. It's going to be a box. And we'll see. It can't be Kamala. It's going to be Abdullah the Butcher and then Cactus Jack. And the last one's going to be Lex Luger. You know, don't tell me the AEW is turning into WCW, okay? Because it's early like, 90s WCW. Oh my gosh. And then we're going to have the electric chair and Abdullah the Butcher is going to get electrocuted. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. So uh, those are all, that's what's coming up for AEW. I think I have a Raw in here someplace too. What Raw, there's like one match tease for Raw. Uh, so something interesting with WWE I saw today is Survivor Series sold out like almost instantaneously this year. They're actually listening to people and they put in, they're going to make a smaller set for both SmackDown and yeah, yeah. Survivor Series. So they could pack another almost 3,000 people in yeah, there. Yeah, they're going to get rid of their big screen for the pay-per-view. I saw that, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I just, uh, th- th- That's interesting. Uh, um When's the last time they had to make set changes to fit more people in because of popular demand? Yeah, I, it's been a long time. It's been a long – oh, uh, here is – okay, I'll, I'll read you the preview for Raw here in a second. But pre-sale for the WWE Royal Rumble is underway. Uh, that, of course, is being held in uh, Tropicana Field, St. Petersburg, Florida, the January 27th. Um, I know that the public sale goes on sale Friday, so I know people who have bought tickets already – Super expensive. I, there's no way. I, I, I'd much rather watch it on TV. Um, that, uh, But, you know, if you want to, there there are pre-sale going on if you want to buy it and you get a very expensive seat. You know there's no baseball going on there. So so this is what's going on Monday Night Raw. I'll read you the little I don't bit. think people care when there is baseball going on. Yeah, that's true. No. Because they had terrible attendance for their playoffs. So. Uh, but like eighteen thousand for a playoff, something like that. It looked even worse on the last day. I think there was ten for the last one. Next week's episode of Monday Night Raw set to emanate from American Airlines in Dallas promises some exciting action as Drew McIntyre and Sami Zayn are set to go one on one in a singles action. Uh, of course, we saw the two engage in backstage segment during this week's season premiere. And by the way, you know how they had that little tease where Rhea Ripley was talking with. Uh, with uh, Drew McIntyre in the back, and we everyone had seen it, and then they decided to use that this week with Seth Rollins pointing out that they were, you know, the, he's wondering if Drew McIntyre is aligning himself with them. 
He's one of the few people I've ever seen actually watch the show back and go, oh, look, that happened. Was that in the background? I didn't even notice that. Uh, yeah, it was in the background right behind where they're doing a promo right in front. You can see him right, yeah, right clear be- as day behind. Right between them, yeah, way in the back. And so McIntyre, uh, he's been building up with Jay Uso, and uh, we'll see what happens with that. Uh, but I, I didn't even mention the tag team titles changed hands this past Monday with Jimmy Uso coming in after – being on SmackDown on Friday saying, Roman says, you know, those guys are the champs. You got to do something about it. And then Jimmy said, okay, I'll do something about it, and then left the room. Apparently drove to Raw, wherever that was, showed up in the last couple of minutes of the match and caused the uh, the blood or caused the, the belts to change back to, uh, 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 who was it, uh, uh, Finn Baylor? Judgment Day. Finn Baylor and, and, uh, it was Finn, yeah, yeah Finn and... Uh, uh, Damian Priest. Damian Priest. Yeah, so I so that I'm sure that's going to be dealt with. Uh, this week also will will feature an appearance by Logan Paul. Uh and by the way, if you saw his fight last week, the guy was clowning on him in the fight. Uh he, at one well, point cuz the guy the guy didn't want to get knocked out. He threw nine punches over the entire fight. Did you see when he laid on his not landed through? Did you see when he laid on his back and wiggled his feet up in the air? Uh, it was terrible. I, the, Dylan Dennis. I mean, the, the entire fight was a joke, but Dylan Dennis, absolute joke. Yeah, yeah. It was, so uh, if you if you actually saw that fight and you paid for it, you are a sucker. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It, it's you know, and and even uh, Paul, and Logan Paul was like they weren't sure if he was going to fire or not because Dylan Dennis hit it through a microphone at him and hit him in the eye or something during a press conference. And but uh, I also had. They had something written in there about him. Dylan Dennis is an MMA fighter, so if he had gone and he he was trying during the the fight to like tie him up and stuff like that, put him in chokes. So that was that was all against the what they had agreed to as well. Yeah. So well, that's when he laid down on the ground and he's like he's like taunting him, you know, yeah. and he wouldn't. He's like get back up. Referee kept telling him to stop clowning around, get back up. So uh, yeah, I don't I don't care about the Logan Paul fights. It means nothing to me. You know, him being back in WWE, whatever. Yay for them. Maybe he'll go to maybe he'll go to the Crown Jewel and do something there. I don't know. He is. He's gonna take on Ray Mysterio. What about what about Ricochet? Can he him and Ricochet jump at each other from the top of the Ricochet's gonna be here? Oh, that's right. He's gonna be in Rochester. Look at that. Uh we also are gonna get Alpha Academy against the New Day. Uh and uh NXT champion Becky Lynch defends her title against former champ Indy Hartwell. So that's that sounds like a stacked Monday night raw. Um you know, um, uh, you know, if you're if you're a fan, you're looking for it. It should be a lot of fun. WWE, you, you mentioned the thing about Survivor Series. It's it's been announced for quite a while, but yeah, they're getting rid with the Titantron getting pulled up. They can sell almost three thousand more tickets. So that's uh, you know, it's a smart deal. I mean, WWE doesn't isn't having a problem selling tickets. AEW is having a problem selling tickets. So uh, I think that uh, and some little some tidbits. From AEW, Red Velvet's currently dealing with an injury, so that's why you haven't seen Red Velvet. Yep, nice, good way to go, Tara. That's why uh, she's been out of action for a while. Uh, AEW's first ever December pay-per-view has yet to be given a name, but it's confirmed the event will take place on December thirtieth. Uh, you know that, and uh, the you know you know they mentioned a big announcement where they were going to be giving away all these toys. Uh, that's uh, the Toys for Tot AEW announcement on last Tuesday's edition of Dynamite was approved for broadcast late. That's why they didn't have a lot of details, I guess, about it. 
you know, exactly what they do. I'm guessing it's going to be action figures possibly. I don't know. Um, is there anything else we need to talk about this week from the world of pro wrestling? I know it's late for us and I know, and I, now I'm kind of getting a little anxious about where my phone might be. So <laughs> <laughs> I know I, I can't think, I, I didn't really have that much time to, to tighten up the news this week. Uh, so it's kind of like a, a little bit of a, a jumbled mess, but, uh, uh, we're, yeah, Rob didn't make it. Hope Rob's doing okay. I know Rob's been having some problems with one of his feet. So, uh, uh, but he's still at urgent care. He is. No, at this time, that, that's like four days now, isn't it? No, I don't. I do not know. But uh, uh, he, he did. He, I think he did post a picture from there yesterday. So, <laughs> oh well, you know. Well, we missed you, Rob. Hopefully, you'll be back soon. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about? What else has gone on this week? I know we got. Uh, uh, imp- we have a Impact Wrestling pay per view. It's it's it, uh, Bound for Glory. Uh, is it this weekend? Is it? Uh, I, I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Bound for Glory is like the WrestleMania. Uh, it might be next weekend. Let's see. Bound for Gloria is set is set to be October twenty first, folks. Oh, it is this weekend. Yeah. So I'll go down real quick through it. We're going to get the champion Alex Shelley taking on Josh Alexander. That's a singles match for the Impact World Championship. Will Osprey's fighting on it. Now it's kind of amazing that Will Osprey, a guy, this guy uh, could have a major contract with any company. And, uh, but he, he is, he is wrestling, uh, on, uh, impacts bound for glory against Mike Bailey, uh, uh, singles match. Chris Sabin, the X division champ is taking on Kenta. So, uh, you know, that's pretty cool. Trinity is taking on Mickey James Trinity being the impact knockouts world champion. They have a call your shot gauntlet, 20 person intergender call your shot gauntlet. Winner receives a trophy and a contract that can invoke any time within one year for a championship match of their choosing. Uh, pretty cool, pretty cool. Uh, the Rascals, Trey Miguel and Zachary Wentz, are taking on ABC, Austin, Ace Austin and Chris Bay for the Impact World Tag Team Champions. This is Bay's Feaster Fired Tag Team match that he won in the Feaster Fired match. You know the name when they had the briefcases on the corners and stuff. We've got MK Ultra, that's Killer Kelly and Marcia Slamovich versus Deanna Praza and Tasha Steele. Uh, that's a tag for the Impact, Impact Knockout World Championship. And PCO versus Rhino versus Steve Macklin versus Moose in a Monsters Ball match. Why not? It's Halloween season. Why not do a Monsters Ball match? Um, I'm not really sure. That I think we've now we've gotten all the news possible that you could possibly get. Uh, I think, uh, and I think, uh, is there, any, is there anything danger that I'm missing? Got to think about what, now that I can think of what's going on this past week. Uh, I, I will say that wrestling has been very, uh, very good. All the companies have been very good this past week. Well worth watching. And, uh, you know, next week, I think, I think next week we'll be back to the same bat time at uh, Saturday morning. Uh, I believe uh, it is uh, then the next week after that, I could can't tell you when, I mean, we technically, and you mentioned a danger, you're getting married on Friday night. We could do the show on Saturday, you know, just without danger boy. Right. Yeah. Will you be in any condition that morning? Cash? Yeah. I don't know. You're not, not going to party hard. Oh, I'll party hard. I'll party hard. You know, I mean, uh, you know, I, I, if they only, well, you hardy party though. Only if they play uh, the twist, okay? Uh, yeah, the, the, there's no hardy party going on there. But it's getting exciting, Danger. Are you getting excited? It's it's 
It's something. You didn't say yes. <laughs> it's it's a it's it's something you work towards. It's not like a simple, fit, you know. Okay, here's the date. We'll do it then. It's more like it is way more frustrating than it needs to be. Yes. Yeah, it's and it's coming fast. So, uh, are you going to change your last name? Uh, I yeah, it's going to be man. <laughs> it's going to be danger man. I, I don't, actually danger because, pants <laughs> because you can you can change your name to anything you want after you're married. I will be Max Power Junior. Max Power. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I believe that uh, that's what it says on my hair dryer. <laughs> yeah. Max Power. All right, so cool. We're go- so we're coming to the end of the show. Obviously, didn't you know it's it's not the greatest pain clinic you've ever heard, but it was a lot of fun doing it anyways. I actually it I'll was ta- the episode where Cash lost his phone. I will tell you, yeah, I'll, t- yeah, I'll tell you a funny thing. Uh, I came to I was taping another show yesterday, and I turned on my computer, and they and I, my computer I, I is this computer I use here is is my work computer. Well, the other one was a work computer too, but it was one that uh, all of a sudden wasn't working when I needed it to work. So I had to go back to my other computer and make it work very quickly. And so now I'm back to this big, heavy brick computer, but it looks, it looks good and it'll put out a great show. I'm sure eventually, but I want to thank everybody in the chat room, you know, uh, don't forget uh, our friend, uh, our friend uh, uh, is going to uh, our guest from last week will be Callisto will be in Rochester this weekend, Saturday at Ch- Great's Chile Junior High School for hold on, let me get there. I gotta get the page here that I have. I believe it or not, I actually do do notes. Did I say do do? Uh it's going do do notes. I do <laughs> it's uh he's going to be uh it's with the Premier Sports Spectacular. It's going on at uh, Gates Chile Middle School, ten to four this Saturday, go check them out. Get your autograph. There's uh, going to be some other sports stars there as well. Uh, but you just want to go there for Clisto. And, you know, I I don't know if you saw or not, but there was a, a – a, was it you guys who turned me on to it that someone used, someone used, took uh, some news from us and then – and that from that interview and then and then repeated it on all the uh, uh, the websites uh, about how Clisto said he no. – Oh, you didn't see that? Yeah, but when Clisto was telling us about winning the uh, – the U.S. Championship, the uh, North America, or what was it? That was it. Yeah, yeah. The United States, United States yeah. Championship. When he talked about that and how he said that he didn't know until like going out before the match that he was going to win it, that got spread around on the internet. So there's a bunch of people that were, but they never said where they got that information, which kind of, you know, doesn't surprise, shocker doesn't surprise me in the least. But uh, you know, but he was pretty cool. Actually, he actually um, liked and followed the uh, the show. So uh, it's very cool. And I thought he was great. He was great on the show last week. But let's get out of here. I got to go find my phone. And uh, then I got to drive to Cleveland tomorrow. So thank you, DC, for coming. You guys coming late. I know we're deep into our bedtimes. I I am way past mine. Thank you, Danger. And uh, we will see you, folks. Thank you, everybody in the chat room. We'll see you next week. And don't forget all our old shows on thepainclinic.net as well as iTunes. We'll be here next uh, week from Saturday. Uh, We'll see you later, folks.